Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. I'm spinning the beginning of the award-winning show with the flow that keeps you in the know. We keep it real and true while we do what we do to bring you the latest in trending news and hot topics. This is Tanisha Baker, and I thank you for tuning in to Talking with T. Get ready because it's heavy. There's a lot going on as we keep you informed. Today is January 30th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Phil Collins, Franklin Roosevelt, our 32nd president, actor Gene Hackman, basketball player Jalen Rose, and historical activist Sojourner Truth. Although we don't see it as much as we used to, Today is National Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. Today is also known as Blue Monday. It is called this because for a lot of people, we just came out of a festive holiday season, celebrating a new year and a new start. And it's about this time when reality hits. And maybe we haven't made as much progress on resolutions. In many areas, it's cold and cloudy. Blue Monday is said to be the most depressing day of the year. I'll say that we can make a choice not to make it so. Let's choose happiness today and dispel the legacy of Blue Monday. On this date in history, the first two-way moving sidewalk was put into service at Love Field Air Terminal in Dallas, Texas in 1958. Today in 1973, the rock group KISS played their first show. And on this date in 1844, Richard Theodore Greener becomes the first African-American Harvard graduate. Our theme this month has been Don't Drop the Ball. As this is the last Monday in January, you are reminded and encouraged to do what you need to do. Keep your commitments to others and keep promises to yourself. Don't let those things that are important to you slip out of your grasp. Make sure as you are juggling multiple balls in life that you hold on to your family and friends, your faith, and your purpose. Don't drop the ball while trying to do it all. Let's check out today's happy highlights. First, Kraft Heinz Company has decided that instead of spending an insane amount on a Super Bowl ad, the company is granting a day off for all salaried employees on the Monday following the Super Bowl. I know we wish other companies would follow suit. I think it's an excellent and a generous idea, so hats off to the Kraft Heinz Company for adding a happy highlight. Next, a restaurant owner in Dallas sets up a coat rack for the homeless. Amelia Flores owns the taco shop and has set out a banner in front of her restaurant that says, Are you cold? Take one. Do you want to help? Leave one. She says that this is a way of people not being embarrassed about asking. They just come and pick up what they need and leave. Great idea to help others and contributing yet another good deed to our happy highlights. Let's now turn our attention to the newest member of the Talking with TT, Tipping Not Tripping Tarika, with this week's tips. 
the tip for this week, guard grown-up conversations around kids. Okay, a lot of times we are having conversations and we're just so into the conversation we're having that we don't even notice that our kid is listening or they are watching. Uh, I think we just need to be mindful about what their little ears can take and how much their brain needs to absorb of some of that conversation that we're talking about. Uh, if we're not paying attention, those little kids, they'll try to jump in your conversation. They'll try to finish your sentences for you or correct you on something. And uh, and we all know that they're not even supposed to be paying attention that hard, but as we do know that they are. Uh, kids will sometimes embarrass you. You can be out somewhere and no sooner than you just got through talking about Sandy, she walks up. Well, a kid can go ahead and remind you of what you just said about Sandy. We're going to have to be more careful when we're talking about people or when we're talking about things that don't include kids. The kids are just right there listening. Social media, Facebook Live, and some of these live fights that we've seen, I see a lot of little kids around there watching, and they see it. Um, and, and, I mean, I don't know what they're doing with that information, but I know they're storing it. They are storing it in their brain. And sometimes we do see that come out in one way or another, or we'll hear something, or we'll see something in behaviors that we wonder, where did that come from? Um, let's let kids stay kids as long as possible. Tiny ears are always listening. They can't unhear something that they've heard. Well, I have an aunt who would, um, if she's seen us sitting around or trying to ear hustle, uh, she'll tell you in a minute, get out of my mouth. Get somewhere and play. Go play with some kids. And at the time, I used to think, dang, she get on my nerves. But now I do understand that when I'm talking about certain things or if I'm having a heated discussion or a conversation about somebody, I may go out to the car and have it or go in the bathroom and have it. I'll try not to let my child hear some of that conversation. So I think we just need to keep in mind that kids cannot unhear what they've heard. And this is my tip for the week, and I've been talking with T. It's now time for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Serena Williams defeats her sister Venus at the Australian Open to win her 23rd major. She has now regained her top ranking. We also want to congratulate Serena on her recent engagement to Reddit founder Alexis Ohanian. Periodically, we have addressed the rape culture in this country. Recently, I have seen on several media sites that Baylor University's football players had committed 52 rapes over the three years spanning 2011 through 2014. What scares me is that this is possibly only cases that have been reported and there may be many more incidents that we are not aware of. Recently, there was a story that went viral about an African-American waitress that did not receive a tip, but instead a note was written on her receipt stating the patrons did not tip black people. Well, this week, quite the opposite happened when three white Texan men happened across a restaurant called Bus Boys and Poets in Washington, D.C., which promotes social justice. They immediately recognized that they stuck out in this restaurant. But the three men said that their waitress, Rosalind Harris, was especially cheery and they chatted warmly. The waitress had assumed they were in Washington for the inauguration even though one of them had tucked away his Make America Great Again ball cap. After finishing their meals, they left a $450 tip, saying, 
We may come from different cultures and may disagree on certain issues, but if everyone would share their smile and kindness like your beautiful smile, our country will come together as one people. The note also read, not race, not gender, just America. Then he added, God bless. Malcolm X's daughter and granddaughter were arrested this past Wednesday for animal cruelty charges and theft. Malika Shabazz, age 51, and her daughter Betty Bayaya Shabazz, age 19, were arrested Wednesday night in a Walmart parking lot by a deputy responding to a report that the U-Haul truck in which they were traveling had been reported stolen earlier that day to Vermont State Police. Now, the truck's enclosed cargo area contained seven pit bulls locked in crates and covered in their own waste. One dog had injuries to its face, neck, and eyes that required emergency care. They could each face up to 20 years behind bars and have to pay over $20,000 in fines if they are convicted. On almost every news site, you could read the headline about the woman at the root of the Emmett Till murder giving false testimony. For nearly 60 years, she kept this to herself. Her name is Carolyn Bryant Donham, and she gave an interview to historian and professor at Duke University, Timothy Tyson. She said the parts of her allegation were not true. She also said that some of the claims wouldn't be as big a deal today, but back then they were enough to get a black person killed. I'm thinking that many of the listeners already know the story of Emmett Till, but just in case, in 1955, 14-year-old Emmett Till was accused of flirting with a white cashier in Mississippi. Four days later, two white men tortured and murdered him. This incident added to the emerging civil rights movement. You can visit my website to read more about the Emmett Till story. That's www.talkingwitht.com. Now, NBC might be in the hot seat as they bring in Megyn Kelly, you know, who told us that both Santa and Jesus are white, as they take Al Roker's and Tamron Hall's show off the air. NBC is canceling the third hour of the Today Show to make room for Megyn Kelly. Now, we're going to need some answers on this because we sure have some questions. As of late, I have come across videos of a young man who goes by the name Eddie Comedy on Facebook. Being a former teacher and still a part of the education world, I have literally hollered at some of his interpretations of teachers. He says all the things we wish we could say. If you haven't heard him before, you can check out ways to follow him and support him by liking his page, which is Eddie Comedy on Facebook or visiting www.talkingwitht.com on which I will have a link to his page under today's show. You can also check out today's video. So let's listen to Eddie Comedy with what teachers say while waiting to see if we will get a snow day. Reminds me of myself last night. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after you hear Eddie Comedy. What they say on the news? Why our district ain't shut down yet? I'm tired of sitting up. I'm ready to lay back down. Have you heard anything? 
Cause I ain't heard nothing. We don't got central air in my house. All space heaters do is heat a space. We snowed in. We gotta be in from the snow. I bet you our dishes gonna make us wait and go half a day. There's a snow delay. That don't mean come in later. Take the DE off and they mean lay. Lay down all day. I'm tired and sleeping and cold. The bottom half of my body ain't even thawed out. I'm gonna make me a hot tide. Who they think going to work today? Not me. What the news say? I'm sitting there waiting on our dishes to close. Like I'm trying to jump in a game of double dutch. I went out there and snowed and got in my alternator. We ain't out there sound like the boogeyman. Ooh. I plowed my way to work. Negative. I laid hands on my muffler. It still won't turn over. The TV ain't telling me nothing. I ain't heard nothing from nobody. Okay? I'm gonna be right here. That's all this shit. We gotta go to work. <laughs> Well, it's time again to review for you trending news. We have the know-it-all Professor Jay and our lead investigator, most often instigator P.I. Pam with us. And as usual, most of this week's trending news is about Jay's favorite, Donald Trump. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I almost don't know where to start. The three-ring circus is full of antics. So let's see. Well, Despite both Democrats and Republicans trying to convince Trump there was no voter fraud, he is still launching an investigation claiming voter fraud did exist, and that is why he lost the popular vote to Hillary Clinton. So he will not let this go. Oh, the way my face is set up right now, but moving on. All right. All right. Well, let's talk about the executive orders. Since Trump has taken oath as president, it's been about a week now, and the very first executive order was to minimize the unwarranted economic and regulatory burdens of the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare. And I know that sounded pretty formal. So basically, from what I understand, which is kind of limited because a lot of his orders are confusing, but this particular order eases the financial burden to individuals, hospitals, doctors, and insurance companies. And that sounds really nice. But the law put in place for mandatory health care, what that means is it really can't be enforced. So there are a couple of concerns. One is all of the individuals that indeed need health care. And what we're going to do about that, and I think the biggest backlash that he's getting is that the law is being repealed before a new law was put in place. So ideally, I think we would have taken a look at Obamacare, looked at some of the parts of it that weren't going as smoothly as had been desired and tweaked those instead of starting from scratch. And I think he did mention that he wanted health care for all. There just isn't a plan in place. I don't even know what to say or what everybody's going to do about that. Does anybody understand anything differently about his executive order to repeal Obamacare? Nobody understands anything about his executive orders. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure I wasn't alone. And I think it's hilarious when they were interviewing his supporters, and they were like, I don't want Obamacare. I already got Affordable Care Act. And I'm thinking, you dummies. (laughs) (laughs) They're the same thing. Right, right. (laughs) Well, there you have it. So the next order called for the immediate steps to plan, design, and build a physical wall along the Mexican border. Now, one glitch may be that the U.S. doesn't own all of the land adjacent to the border, 
So I found out that some of the land is privately owned, which means the government would have to seize the land by eminent domain or purchase the land from the current owners. And, of course, Trump promised that Mexico will pay for the wall, and Mexico's president keeps saying they will not, and Trump has also increased the number of border patrol agents. So our goal today is really to shed some light in layman's terms about what's going on with these orders. So the wall. One of the ways that Trump says Mexico is going to pay for it is he's going to increase the tariffs or the taxes of them sending goods over to the United States. Well, obviously, they can do the same thing. So I don't think he thought this through. I'm not sure that that plan is going to work, but they've already approved construction of the wall. And from what I gather, they're going to figure out how to pay for it later, which means that possibly the taxpayers, which is us here in America, will ultimately end up paying for the wall, which is quite a hefty price tag in the billions of dollars. And I'm thinking if we have that much money to spend on a wall, there are other things that are in need of financial support, such as education and whatnot. So that's that order. Well, let's not even talk about education because uh, Betsy DeVos, yeah. <laughs> Lord bless her, little heart. Right, right. So that's a whole nother issue that we we probably would need to spend some time on trying to figure out what's going on or what will be going on in the world of education so that we can prepare for that. It's just too much to prepare for at once. You know what I'm saying? It's too much too fast. But we're trying to take it in and, well, I'll get to that in a minute. So let's look at the next order, which is Trump has issued a hiring freeze on civilian government employees across the board. So as of last Sunday, no vacant positions were allowed to be filled and no new positions could be created. And I don't know if there were certain government departments that may be shorthanded or need certain positions, if this is going to cause a strain on some employees already in place. It, by the way, is Sally May a part of the government? Because I'm really needing them to be shorthanded. Yes, I need, need somebody to go just build a wall around Sally May, wasn't that somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, now, you know, she changed her name. So what, trying to trick us? What is it? Yeah, I think she's Navient now or something. Oh, yes. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yes, yeah. But there's yeah. a, a vicious old lawsuit against her now. Uh, about oh, how, really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. About how she's really get how she really got the people and, you know, the folks are suing because, you know, unfair practices, blah, 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 and the people are really trying to get their their coins. Mm, mm, okay. Well, that's another story we'll have to follow up on, but I'm just not sure what this is going to mean for the government with this hiring freeze, nor do I know how long it's going to last. Now, this next order has upset a lot of people. And, you know, it's a sensitive issue when we talk about Planned Parenthood and women's right of choice. But for now, government funding will not be provided to health providers that even discuss abortion as a Planned Parenthood option. So you definitely can forget having uh, a clinic or anything like that that receives any grants or federal funding 
But if you even are in a service or an organization that even discusses it, you could lose your government funding. So that's another issue. You know, we have to think about who that's going to affect and how that's going to work. Um, let's see. There's a memorandum to reinstate the process of constructing the Dakota Access Pipeline. And remember when we talked about that, how heated that was? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah uh, and it was several months of protest to keep that pipeline from destroying the native land of the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. And it got quite ugly, and I don't know what's going to happen now, but that was something else he did in his first week in office. He wants to reinstate building of that, and I don't even know why. To me, that just seems mean. I mean, he what does he even have to do with it? Why can't he just let that be? But, again, we probably just can't understand crazy. We're not meant to. So he wants to reinstate that process. Now. We had brought this name up a while back, and it's come up again. I don't know if y'all remember Steve Bannon, who is known as definitely alt-right, and he has appointed him to the National Security Council. Now, keep in mind, he's an accused racist. I mean, rarely do you see his name without some adjective or description that refers to racism by it. So how's that going to work? If he's chief strategist or he's over the National Security Council, what what does that mean? I don't know, but the way my cuss words are set up. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know he's going to make the saints cuss, Lord. Okay, Jay, you got your bliss on me. Well, since since I ain't a saint and I'm an ain't, can I say that? (laughs) No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Wait a minute. Okay, you're going to want to have this. So one of the most controversial orders is the one signed this past Friday, which put a ban on immigration to the U.S. from seven predominantly Muslim countries and suspends indefinitely the Syrian refugee program. So, again, this sparked protest, and I actually saw a massive crowd gathered outside of JFK Saturday. Now, ironically, he is saying it's not about religion, it's about terrorists and an effort to keep our country safe. And this, I guess, ban is supposedly going to keep the terrorists out, not to mention the ones that are already here that can't leave. But anyway, he also referred to the 9-11 incident, which we know was horrific. But now the 9-11 attackers, and I heard this on the news, came from four countries that aren't even included in the ban. So I'm not sure about his research on this. But a federal judge in New York actually barred the government from deporting some travelers with ballot visas. So moving forward, there will be extreme vetting of immigrants. And the process already is quite tedious. I mean, it can be a year to two years for people to get immigration status. And so I don't know what else they plan to do. Or what this means, I know that there are students and professors that can't come back to the U.S. for college, and then there are students or professors here that can't go home to visit their families. There have been families separated. Um, it's reported now that 134 million people are banned from the U.S., and Americans are using the hashtag We Too Are America to share their immigration stories. I was just wondering if Melania has started writing her story to share. 
Anyway, you, never mind. I was going to throw that out there. I was going to say, is anybody checking for our quote-unquote, air quotes, loosely quoted first lady? Uh, because she ain't from this side of the water. And realistically speaking, uh, let's look in terms of if there are any non-immigrants in America. I mean, realistically speaking. Right. Right. You know, you're you're looking at a country that has been described as a melting pot, and you are marginalizing a whole religious group because of the actions of a radical few, Mm -hmm. all of whom do not necessarily represent the tenets, the principles, the ideals of a particular religion. So, you know, this is what happens when you give someone who has no concept of effectively running government, the power of the pen. Right. And so now let's think about this for a minute. So he's, his plan is to keep these terrorists out. Okay. Terrorists. Fair quote. Right. So now, like I said, you know, obviously to commit a terrorist attack, a lot of times they are here on American soil, which means they're already here. But anyway, he wants to keep some people out. We don't know who they are, so he's just going to keep everybody out. Now, it seems to me that would make a lot of these countries upset. I even saw a story about a guy who had fought in wars with Americans, but obviously he wasn't from here, went to visit his family, couldn't come back. There are also some militaries speaking out about the alliance that they need, and uh, when they're over there in some of these countries, how they need some allies. They need some friends on the ground, and that's crucial to their survival and their success in these wars. And if you make them all mad, I mean, who are they going to turn to? So, again, this wasn't thought through, I'm pretty sure. And, of course, because he's putting people in advisory positions that really don't have a clue, I don't think – and, of course, remember back when he said he didn't want to be briefed every day. Maybe he's just not getting all the intelligence that's necessary to make some wise decisions. Not only that, I think he's making them too quickly. But that's our update so far in one week's time about Donald Trump. And I guess we'll just have to wait till next week and see what comes of those orders along with some new ones that he'll probably put into place. Yeah, because he, he's crazy. And then I, I don't think, you know, he's so serious about building this big old wall from California to Texas. But when is somebody going to tell him that Mexicans are building tunnels? <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Oh no, man, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh so let's let's go into our Crazy Chronicles. So the story that landed in the Crazy Chronicles first this week is about Tamika DeRozan, who's from Virginia, who has complained to Shelburne Middle School because her son's teacher asked the little black children to play slaves in a history skit while the white children were asked to play noblemen. Now, after the principal apologized, the teacher still made matters worse because she made the class watch a clip from Roots to try to explain to them why the black children were supposed to be slaves. 
see here. Um, as we've said before in our discussions and preparing for the show, you know, Roots kind of sits a certain way with me. You know, the new version, the old version, whenever I watch it, I always get angry with black man. So, and, uh, well, if my child can play a slave, then I can come over that mug and play OJ then. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Right, right, right. So, Denise, you know. You and Mama Lou would have went over there and turned the school out if Tyler came home and said, Mama, please. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, honey. I'm sweating right now. My leg is shaking. Just thinking Uh-oh. about thinking about it. Do you hear me? I can't even really get my thoughts together. I mean, hearing it out loud. Just thinking, this woman. Okay, let's 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 picture this. So, Tyler comes home. We doing a, a history skit in class. Oh, that's great. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna be a slave. Uh huh. Well, first of all, let me stop you right there because I know <laughs> Tyler would not be going. Right. Right. Uh, essay, APA formation about why he couldn't be a slave <laughs> before he even got home. <laughs> right. Okay. I got under control. So maybe the conversation would have been more like my teacher wanted me to be a slave, but then uh, we straightened that out. Okay, okay. But still, and then let's not even bring in Derek Baker. That's why I don't even like you talking about watching Roots. I don't even want him watching some of those movies. I still, it's some movies you just can't watch. Roots, Rosewood. Uh, what's the one you just watched recently, Jay? Twelve Years a Slave, slave. Django. Twelve Years a Slave, Django. I can't even watch. What was that movie with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence when they had the uh, moonshine? Oh, Life. Well, that's another one, Life. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Can't watch that either. And I have a little something rise up when I watch his figures now. Because Sheldon from Big Bang, I want to cut him out. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, well, I have one more story that led to the Crazy Chronicles this week. Two employees at a New Hampshire Burger King have been arrested. Evidently, they were caught selling weed to customers who asked for extra crispy fries. So I guess that was the code. Now, make note that this was in New Hampshire. So if you pull up to a drive-thru somewhere else, chances are you actually going to get some extra crispy fries. But now these right, two sir. employees at this particular Burger King uh, had a lot of customers asking for extra crispy fries. And after investigation, they realized that those two were actually selling weed at the Burger King. Oh, no, extra crispy fries. <laughs> extra crispy fries. But you know that's why they said they... They uh, shut down the Taco Bell and they know you because people go around. I don't know if they were saying what they was uh, saying extra crispy fries, but they were saying something. And that was cold. That was that was they had a cold. You go up through there and get you uh, two soft tacos and uh, a snack. <laughs> Wait, I'm done. I'm done right now. Well, that's it for this bit, and of course, I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week, and I can't wait to tell it. And you know, I'm what? Going to say it.
All right, listeners, if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you. And we're still welcoming submissions for T's Top Teens or Hometown Heroes. If you're a rising artist or no one, let us feature your music. If you have a business or product you would like to spotlight during the show, let us know. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Google Music. New shows will continue to drop each Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. When a train goes through a tunnel and it gets dark, you don't throw away the ticket and jump off. You sit still and trust the engineer. Corey Ten Boom. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.